You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. Welcome to Ari Snapshots. We're catching up with Martin Villa AU, who was co-author on a recent publication that Peter Newman wrote about in Ari Insight this month. It's all about how highly glyphosate-resistant plants can't compete. Martin joins us now. How are you going, Martin? Hi, Jessica. Um, I'm good. Very good. How are you? I'm good. Now, a lot of people would know you already. You've been on the podcast before and worked um, out of Ari previously too, but can you give us a bit of background on yourself? Well, I am an agronomist and an ecologist, plant ecologist. Uh, I'm a former graduate from UWA. I did my PhD in Ari under the supervision of Stephen Pauls and Paul Neve many, many years ago. <laughs> and, and well, I did uh, also a few postdocs uh, in Ari as well, and now I am back in Buenos Aires, Argentina, at the University of Buenos Aires, and at the National Research Council. Uh, so, Excellent. Always good to have you back on the podcast, and hopefully we get to catch up in person again soon, because 2018 was the last time you were at ARI. So we're going to get into this research, though. So it was quite global. So you're, as you said, you're from Argentina, and uh, we've got people from Brazil who contributed to this research, and then, of course, some people from ARI in Australia as well. Can you give us a bit of background on how the research came about? Yeah, sure. Well, um, some years ago in Ari, when we were all together in, in Ari, um, Eugene and a few other colleagues from, from Ari identified for the first time in, in, in weeds a natural double mutation conferring glyphosate resistance in, in goosegrass, in Eleusin indica. And after that first discovery, by Steve and Eugene and others, um, we started to realize that those plants with the double mutation called TIPS, that's the acronym for the double mutation, and those plants really look very, very small. They couldn't grow as well as the susceptible plants. So we started to perform several experiments and to really look at the, the causes that um, were promoting that uh, uh, reduced growth. And after a few studies, a Brazilian student came to Buenos Aires for almost six months, and we had the opportunity to explore further the study, and we explored whether these goosegrass glyphosate-resistant plants with a double mutation, how could they perform under solving competition? Because our previous studies were conducted with uh, rice so uh, and you know goosegrass is a very important weed in brazil in argentina where soybeans the, the main crop so we decided to to look at how these double mutants uh, go with with soybean yeah very logical choice so as you mentioned in this research you investigated the combination of crop competition with soybean crops and glyphosate on glyphosate-resistant goosegrass. So what were your key findings then, Martin? Well, the key findings are we wanted to decouple the effects of glyphosate for one side 
soybean competition from the other side and when you combine both. So the experiment, uh, we, we perform com competition experiments uh, with, with only, I mean, the, the goosegrass, the double, double mutant plants were competing with the wild type plants and with other mutants, which, which only has uh, one mutation. Those plants, we call them, well, they have the proline to serine ones in, in the position uh, 106 in the EPSPS gene. So the three genotypes were competing with uh, soybeans without glyphosate, with glyphosate, and the key findings are that uh, soybean competition, it's, uh, it's an extreme environment for all these genotypes. When we apply this competition from the crop without glyphosate, with just the just the crop, all the three genotypes reduce their fitness as expected, right? But the tips, these double double mutants, glyphosate resistant double mutants, they reduce their fitness by ninety six percent, ninety five, ninety six percent. So. Wow. So, yes, those plants can hardly grow under solving conditions, and, and and that's an indication of the, if, if you want, the power of a crop of competition from a crop. Yeah. Because when we think when we think of resistance, we may think that okay, all mutations are strong, mm. plants will survive the herbicide and will perform well. This is not the case. This is an clear proof that there are weak and strong resistant, uh, resistant mutations. In, in this case, the TIFS or the double, the double mutation is a weak mutation uh, in terms of, it's a strong mutation because it does very high levels of glyphosate resistance, but it's a weak resistance in terms of fitness. So uh, when those plants compete with soybean, they, they can hardly grow. And of course, the plants with only one mutation, they also reduce their growth under under soybean competition, but not as much as the tips. Right. When, and this is this is the interesting part, when when we combine soybean competition plus environment under glyphosate treatment, not only the the tips mutation performs the performs the same, I mean, very, very badly, very, mm. those plants still can, cannot grow very well, can grow very well under soybean competition. But the, the 106, the proline, the serine 106 uh, mutation, those plants also reduce their fitness under soybean plus glyphosate treatment yep. by 99%. Wow. So, Yes, th that's incredible. So those plants, either either tips or 106 uh, mutant plants, uh, they can hardly produce seeds and grow under both soybean competition plus glyphosate free. Wow, great results. And so what would your advice then be to growers who are, are growing a soybean crop and are facing issues with goosegrass? 
Well, you know, with, with Inari and with Smart, we have always been advocate advocating the the use of crop competition mm. to to reduce the the seed input that wheat can 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 have at the end of the growing season. So and this is the same for Brazil, this is the same for Argentina. I mean crop competition should be an agronomic tool to consider all the time if yeah. possible to to employ the highest highest density rates as, as much as possible because here we when we were performing this ex competition experiment we measured that the light that was getting into the soil surface under the soybean canopy was only five percent of the light that was reaching the soybean can above the canopy. Yeah, right. So the crop was reducing 95% the sunlight under under that uh, very dark environment, mm. we would say. Yeah. Um, it's reasonable to, to expect the wheat will grow. We have will show a, a penalty in the growth. And we were we were able to, to document that. And did we miss anything, Martin, at all? No, I think no. The we can explore. I mean, we can discuss the the physiological uh, reason or cause that is uh, making these double mutant plants to grow poorly, and it has to do with the extra. Uh, these plants, these tips plants, we measure with the. Ari, some years ago, we measured that these plants allocate uh, two carbon compounds in excess. So they produce, for instance, 11 times more chicanate acid than the susceptible plants or the 106 uh, mutant plants. And, and we believe that producing that extra carbon compounds, in this case the shikimate acid, is not free for the plant because those that carbon could otherwise be allocated for growth. And that, that's the sort of uh, hypothesis that we are thinking, that uh, this the, the production of this shikimate acid in excess is making this plant grow poor. Okay, that makes sense, Martin. And just remind me, who was involved in that initial work? I know that uh, I think it was Adam Jadaludin and uh, a few others from Ari. Well, Adam Adam Jadaludin yeah. was that's was, right was involved, but also Hapin was was a study that we performed with uh, Adam with that's Hapin. Right. Yeah. Eugene and Steve, yes. My last question for you, Martin, and I think it, you've already made it pretty clear because you've, you've indicated that crop competition is important and this study just reinforces that, but why is it an important finding? Especially for the, for the plants with the single mutation, we were able to show that the combination of crop competition, in this case from soybean, plus the glyphosate treatment, both combined, make those plants uh, produce a very low fitness. Uh, and that can happen with, in any species, in any weed species, with any weak 
resistant mutation. We know that that will happen with any any other weed species with weak resistant mutation. Thank you so much for explaining it. Very important research and really great to catch up with you, Martin. And I will put the links to the RE Insight and also the paper with the podcast notes so you can go back and go into detail if you would like to. But thanks again for joining me, Martin. No, thank you, Jess, for for inviting me to to discuss this uh, uh, publication with you.